listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing chapters 112 and 113. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Should be moderately excited. <laughs> These weren't sad. Super sad. Only a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah. They were more backstory sad than current sad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there were like current growth, which is good. Yeah. That's good. Right? <laughs> yes. We're going to do our summary discussion, spoilery discussion, like we always do. Yay. Yay. So, in chapter 112, Yuki meets Kakiru in the hallway. Yuki can tell by a soft smile that Kakiru is messaging his girlfriend. Kakiru says that her name is Komaki. Toru passes by, and Kakiru notices her. Komaki, Yuki asks. She's real, right? And Kakiru is like, how rude. And Yuki's like, I want to ask how she puts up with you. Uh, they head to the student council room together, and Yuki hands Machi a wrapped gift for causing her trouble the other day. She remembers Ayame and Mine and shudders. <laughs> Yuki apologizes. I'm sorry, they mean well. They just live in a bizarre reality. It doesn't change the fact that that guy's your brother, Yunyun. Kakiru chimes in, and Machi immediately turns and says, It's okay. <laughs> then she looks away, shuddering again, and Yuki is like, Right. <laughs> Machi says not to worry about it. Yuki wasn't the one who called her there anyway, and Yuki and Machi both glare at Kakiru, and the truth about who called whom that day is revealed in a ghosty, <laughs> chibi flashback of Kakiru calling Machi and Yuki being held back by Ayame. <laughs> Ah, oh, come on, it's all in the past, Kakiru says, but they keep glaring. What? Rain? It's not gonna rain now. I wonder when the rainy season starts, Kakiru says, and Yuki sasses him for a poor attempt at changing the subject. Kakiru asks now for backup, and now doesn't give a single shit. Kimi, ever the star of her own shoujo <laughs> life, wants to know why Machi got a gift and not her. So basically just another day at the student council. Yes. Also, I'd like to know if they didn't they didn't tell Machi that Ayame was Yuki's brother. <laughs> like, did they just the whole time where they just because <laughs> the the way that she reacts when they say when Kakiru's like, "Oh, it's her brother," and she's like, "It's fine," you know, like <laughs> anyway. Yeah, at least that's even more like surreal. It's like, why are we at this shop? I don't understand. <laughs> why are we all here at this? Who are these clearly people? Clearly, a, a shop for men's fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, what were you two doing that you wound up here? <laughs> and that you called me for. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Kimi takes the gift with a let me have this, and Machi is like, huh? And Yuki's like, I can't let you have it. I gave it to Machi. Kimi then insists on opening the gift for Machi, and Machi looks surprised and shocked. Kimi looks surprised and curious at the tiny Mogeta paperweight that she holds in her hand. <laughs> Kakiru smacks Yuki in the gut and is like, you gave her a Mogeta? And Yuki's like, you hit me? And now it's like... You want it? And then Kimi sasses him that wanting other people's things is the worst. And now it's like, what about you five seconds ago? How the hell do you manage to be so overconfident all the time? And Kimi, again, in her own shoujo life, claps her hands and looks up wistfully. I think it all started that day. And now it's like, I don't want an explanation, but it's too late. And we're in Kimi's basket now. In a flashback, <laughs> we see some girls approach baby Kimi and they tease her. You could go about your whole life just getting by on your looks, one says. You th all think that too, baby Kimi says, eyes sparkling with joy, and the girls shudder. She's even more arrogant than we feared, they think. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the theme song would be for Kimi's basket? Another Kimi. I don't know. I love Kimi's dramatic flashback. <laughs> I like how it's like, it all started that day, and then it like transitions. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's framed like as if it were going to be like a traumatic flashback, like we've seen with everybody yes. in the series. but. <laughs> No, but then she would just, it would be like a whole um, chapter with her thought narration in bubbles, you know? Yeah. But I like how it's like traumatic, like these girls are like clearly trying to bully her. And she's like, you think that? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
In the present, Kimi says, if you had, if she hadn't said those words, I might not have become the Kimi I am today. And then Kimi remembers that she has a date and tells everyone to get down to business. As it gets settled, Kakeru asks Yuki why the Mogeta for Mashi. And Yuki says that she seemed interested in the Wanayame shop. He remembers her staring at it. Yuki and Kakeru look at her. Kakeru wonders if she likes the one that Yuki brought her. And in a series of adorable ghosty chibi panels, Machi holds it close, then extends her arms and looks at it far away, and then lifts it up and looks at it above her head. <laughs> yes, Yuki says, making a fist. That means she likes it. And Kakeru's like, I'll take your word for it. If she's happy, it's a success. Yuki asks if that's his big brother check, and is like, huh, no, it's just, it's not a bad thing to change, right? Yuki says, I never expected Kakeru to say that. And he's like, oh, shucks. And Yuki's like, that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> Typical. Student council time. <laughs> After school, Machi again inspects the tiny Mogeta in her hand. I love this and I'll care for it always, she thinks, and then realizes she forgot to thank Yuki and all the hubbub. Elsewhere, Kakeru waits for his girlfriend. I originally thought that that feeling of twisted hatred that I have would never disappear from inside me, he thinks. I even thought that having them was some kind of right. Kakeru's girlfriend meets him and smiles. But that's stupid, he says, and she's like, huh? And he's like, yeah. Wait, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He actually pulled a Toru where he yeah. <laughs> used his own narration. <laughs> the next day, Machi goes back to thank Yuki. She hesitates at his classroom door and then turns to leave, but he catches her. She's about to leave and asks if she's had lunch. Meanwhile, Kakeru has forgotten his book and decides to go ask to borrow Yuki's, which he vows to return with pornographic drawings. He's about to open the classroom door as well, but Toru opens it and excuses herself as she passes him. Then remembers Hanajima saying that Kakeru seemed familiar, and then she finally remembers... In the past, we see Komaki and Kakeru have come to burn incense at Toru's mother's funeral. Grandpa Honda thanks them. You must be going through so much yourself, he says to Komaki. <laughs> Kakeru says to Toru, you may be sick. Don't think that you're the only one burdened with all the misery, and don't get the wrong idea and think that you're the only one who deserves pity. The two leave, and Hanajima notices them, which explains how she recognized him from before. <laughs> In the present, Kakeru notices Toru looking upset, and she bows. Outside, Yuki and Machi sit together. Machi thanks him and asks if she, he asks if she likes the mogeta that he gave her. I don't want to say, she says, blushing. <laughs> Yuki's like, ah. Uh. He says that he wanted to get the same one that his brother had but couldn't find it, and Machi says it was a limited edition. Thinking of Ayame, she thinks, and his brother put writing on something so rare. How bold. And Yuki thinks, I'm sorry, I don't think he understands its true value. <laughs> There's like an Ayame in the sky. It's very yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Machi asks what it is that Yuki wants. Self-confidence, I guess? <laughs> I meant materially, she clarifies. Fertilizer, I guess, he says. Machi thinks, I don't understand. And Yuki doesn't realize that she wants to repay him and spaces out <laughs> thinking about his plans for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the bell rings and they walk back to class. Machi asks if it's hard to study for college entrance exams and Yuki says no. And she's like, I have a bad feeling. He acted like a jerk just now. Well, Yuki cheerfully laughs. <laughs> hey, let's go somewhere fun over summer break, he says to her with a big smile. She blushes intensely and then turns immediately, but then hops the rest of the way down the stairs. I love the weird jerk Yuki has grown into. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because it's like super hard to study for entrance exams. Yeah. That's the note. And he's, she's like, is it hard? And he's like, nope. And she's like, shouldn't yeah. you be worried? And he's like, nope. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. But just in general, the- <laughs> he's like such a jerk now and it's hilarious. Yes. Yeah, great. Like he's not mean, but he's a jerk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially to Kakeru, which mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of to Kyo, but mostly to Kakeru. Yeah. <laughs> Upstairs, Yuki notices Kakeru and Toru. And we cut to later. Kakeru speaks to Komaki after school. 
He tells her that he ran into Toru, who remembered him. You didn't pick a fight with her this time, did you? Komaki asks, and Kakiru's like, no, and then offers to prove it by taking off his clothes, and then they <laughs> chuckle. Because that would obviously prove that they weren't in a fight, I guess. <laughs> I'd love to see Toru come to fisticuffs with someone. Yeah. <laughs> we see Yuki's conversation with Kakiru earlier that day. Kakiru speaks, looking out the window away from him. There was a time when Honda-san smiling and not remembering me would have pissed the hell out of me, but Komaki is smiling for me, you know? It wouldn't be fair if Honda-san wasn't allowed to do the same. You know that accident that Honda-san's mom was in? The car that Komaki's dad was in ran into her. Her dad was killed instantly. What a sad connection to have. And the chapter closes on Toru wiping her eyes. That took a turn. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh my god, shocking. (laughs) Okay, chapter... 113 opens on a rainy afternoon at school. Kakeru stands to the side. In order to gain something or know something, maybe you have to sacrifice something or hurt something. No matter what you do, it's depressing, he thinks. Alchemy's first law, equivalent exchange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> equivalent exchange. <laughs> Stay tuned for our podcast about Fullmetal Alchemist. <laughs> I wish I knew the like rant from the beginning of Fullmetal yeah. Alchemist, but I don't. I would have used that instead of what Kakeru said, but it's fine. Don't worry. Elsewhere at school, Yuki tells Toru that he won't be home for dinner that night, and he insists, he hesitates, but then tells her that he'll be eating with Kakeru. She simply tells him to have a good time and leaves with a smile. Yuki meets with Kakeru at the train station, and they have some friends ask. Yuki says that his invitation was short notice, and Kakeru counts the ways in which it was a good it was good timing. Kamaki doesn't have work, his annoying mom was going to work late, and meat is on sale. And Yuki's like, wait, what was that last one? <laughs> and Kakeru, for all the train station to hear, shouts, My Kamaki-san is an unrivaled lover of meat! She's a meat, meat, meat person! She's a meat angel pause for laughter i mean <laughs> i love the uh, little figures in the background staring at him <laughs> yes <laughs> i want everyone to be aware that every time that it says meet angel in my dialogue there's a star in my <laughs> so i've appropriately translated this i just want you to know <laughs> what sorry what are we gonna say about the people the figures in the background? no i was just repeating the, i like them staring at him <laughs> i enjoy it mm-hmm. i enjoyed it very much they're clearly staring at him screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki is like, Yuki's like, stop giving me weird impressions of her before we meet. And he asks if she knows about his connection to Toru. Kakeru says she does, but not to worry about it. He asks Yuki how Toru is doing after their run-in, and he says that she's smiling. But that doesn't mean she isn't in- she's insensitive, and Kakeru says that he knows, now, that she wasn't acting miserable or smiling without a care in the world. He didn't understand that until recently, though. We see a memory of him being an asshole to Toru, again. After visiting the funeral, he spends time with Komaki. She asks if he actually said those things to her, and he confirms. You can't stand her acting like she's the only one who's miserable, can you? He says. You're hurting, too. It's like she thinks that her her misery is more important than yours. That doesn't make me happy, Komaki says. I know you said it for my sake, but to try to judge who's more miserable and then win something like that? That doesn't make me happy. And she cries. And the present Kakiru tells Yuki that he assumed that the girl that he would fall in love with would think and feel the same way as him, and that when this happened, he was completely stunned and didn't understand. Yuki asks if it made him feel alone. Huh, Kakiru says. So that's what they call feeling alone. He thinks, I decided I wanted to see things the way that she did. I wanted to understand, because if I didn't, there would be no point in my being with her. Yuki asks if he understands now, and Kakiru says that he doesn't, he isn't always, but he's getting better. And he has a good teacher. Yuki's like, who? They meet Komaki, who waves and smiles brightly at them, and she introduces herself to Yuki. You're awfully cute, Yuki says, and she's like, what? I hear you're a big fan of meat, he says. Just a little while ago, Kakeru caught you a meat angel. Kawaki chases after Kakeru. She drags him back after bonking his head and complains to quit calling her weird names. And you must have it so rough yourself, Somakun, Kamaki says. I heard about your, uh, situation. And Yuki's like, huh? And Kamaki continues determinedly. If there's anything I can do, just let me know. Us girls have to stick together. 
you honestly do look just like a boy. And Yuki's eyes glaze over, <laughs> sensing something is afoot. Eventually, Komaki is like, huh? I thought you were in school dressed as a boy because of family issues. That was a lie, Kakiru says from far away, giving himself a head start as Komaki <laughs> and Yuki both chase after him. <laughs> Inside, Komaki apologizes again for the mistake <laughs> that <laughs> Kakiru caused her to make. And Kakiru says that he's going to go change. Please don't look, he says. And Yuki's like, what are you, a crane? Just go. <laughs> there must be some kind of metaphor they don't understand, yeah. but it's okay. I'm just repeating what it says here in the text. He's somewhat crane-like. I'm only the messenger. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> a rare being <laughs> and somewhat loud and stocky yeah. <laughs> tall and loud that's what cranes are yeah tall tall and loud exactly <laughs> well, while Kakiru's out of the room Kamaki and Yuki chat Kakiru used to be completely different meaning quiet and reserved and always mad until the drama with his family was resolved that's when Komaki and Kakiru started dating Komaki liked him but she didn't think that she didn't know that he liked her back it made me really happy she says to Yuki Kakiru-kun is kind. He tries to understand me and protect me. Sometimes we fight, but it's meaningful. Wow, Yuki says. It's a good thing that you have him, then. Yes, Komaki smiles. And Kakiru hears from the doorway. Maybe I've made it there, he thinks, at least a little. You damn stupid couple, he says, and Yuki's like, we were talking about you. And Komaki's like, you were listening? Jeez, never mind, I'll just start dinner. They ask what's for dinner. It turns out that Komaki will be making yakiniku. <laughs> Shockingly. She looks kind of embarrassed when they <laughs> bring it up, which is hilarious. Because she loves meat. Also, I think Komaki, I have a new pairing recommendation for everyone, which is Komaki and Hanukkah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Based on sort of Cinderella. <laughs> just spend their whole time grazing. <laughs> yeah. Eating yep. snacks, especially Yakiniku. <laughs> In order to make it here, all of this um, chapter had Kaku's, wherever I said thinks, it's usually his like thoughts or like narration, like Takaya likes to mm-hmm. do. So. In order to make it here, he thinks slash narrates. I did trample on some other things. And we see his meeting with Toru from the other day, finally. She apologizes for not remembering him. It's okay, he says. To be honest, there was a time when that really would have bothered me. But I was being selfish. It probably took everything you had just to stay standing. I'm sorry that I said that to you. Komaki got mad at me, too. I was being thoughtless. There are lots of things I just don't get. But things are different now. Little by little, I'm starting to understand. I hurt you, I hurt Komaki, I hurt Yuki, Kakiru thinks. Then I finally felt like I was starting to understand. I finally felt like I'd made it, this far at least, but I still have a ways to go. Um, by the way, he says to Toru, fidgeting awkwardly, Komaki's doing okay, and you seem to be doing okay too. Every day, really, so I'm glad. Yuki-kun seems to be enjoying himself very much these days, Toru says. He smiles often. I'm sure that's because he was able to meet you, Minabe-san. She smiles softly at him. For some reason, he thinks, I wanted to cry so badly. I knew that smile. It wasn't smile for herself. He thinks of the time before when he made Komaki upset. She smiles in the memory. It was a smile so that someone else wouldn't be sad. And the president, Yuki, heads out from their dinner, and Kakiru offers to walk him home. You know, because it's dangerous for a girl, and Yuki pounds him. <laughs> Komaki says that she had a good time, and that Yuki is so pretty and strong, Kakiru says, still on the ground from Yuki's attack. <laughs> Just what you would expect from a good teacher, she says. He is a good guy, Kakiru says with a big smile and supported by Honda-san. Komaki says that she's happy that she got to meet him. I think we're going to be hanging out for a long time, he says, and Komaki says that they make a good deal, and Kakiru is like, no, because of Machi. If he sticks with Machi, we'll be related by marriage. And Komaki's like, oh, I see. And we see his narration and thoughts again. In order to know something, you have to hurt something else. If that's the way it's going to be, then at least I want to be kind. I want to repay them. More than the number of times they've smiled for me. He thinks of Yuki and Toru. He takes Komaki's hand and pulls her close for a kiss. 
Chapter closes on Kakiru's mother returning from work and complaining that she didn't get to meet Yuki. Kakiru's mother bicker loudly and Komaki hopes the landlord doesn't get mad at them before the noise again. And that's the end of chapter 114. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Only a little drama this time. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> wow, Kakiru's such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I also remembered this part of the story and this connection but I didn't realize how similar it is to like Ayame and his like the way that he treated the girl from high school mm-hmm. that we saw so yeah and we had the um that little like mystery flashback of him at the funeral oh, being yeah. a dick recently but um yes we also had a flashback way... I described him as a man with a tie yeah <laughs> we also had a flashback uh, way earlier when uh like Yuki and Kakiru had that first fight like early in their meeting because when he, he gets mad at Yuki saying the, like, does that make you happy thing or whatever oh, yeah. he said to him. And he remembers, like, Komaki saying it when he gets mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So We had a flashback. The flashback of, like, the students? Like, remember, it? there was a flashback of Komaki, too. I think it was when Hana was like, do you recognize that person? Like, <laughs> Totoru. So, a long, long time ago as well. Yeah. Another one of those little things that's been quietly building for a while. Finally revealed. Finally revealed. Yeah. Wonder what spoilers we're gonna have to talk about now. I mean, (laughs) everything's coming together. No more Meat Angel spoilers. Now I can call her Meat Angel. (laughs) I love that when Yuki repeats what he says. His dialogue also has a star. Yes. (laughs) He called you Meat Angel just now. That's like how deliberately he he does that. Yes. Also, Yuki looks so happy where he's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. He just called you Meat Angel. <laughs> Chases after yeah. him. <laughs> like, Yuki can't possibly have known. I guess he knew that it would... <laughs> but that it wasn't... That she didn't know or, like, it wasn't serious or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think he's deliberately getting Kakiru in trouble. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. He said it in a much more succinct way. <laughs> Komaki seems cute. We don't. I don't think we get to see a lot more, like, detail with her. I think this is, like, mm-hmm. her shining moment in the series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that we got... This is basically, uh... So we had a Shigure kind of backstory narrated chapter a couple of episodes ago. This is, like, a Kakeru backstory narrated episode, which mm-hmm. I, I thought... Or chapter, which I thought was pretty cool. I didn't realize yep. that's how it unfolded. I didn't remember that's how it unfolded. Like, I remembered all these, like, things that objectively happened, like... That they visit Komaki and yep. that they have Komaki and Toru have that connection or whatever, but I didn't remember all the kind of like situation around it. So it was nice. It's nice to kind of see his 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 take on himself as a character, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He seems very self aware. Like mm-hmm. he knows he feels like he's still lacking in a lot of ways, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing I like about Ayame, where like yeah. you kind of know where their what their bad points are and are trying to <laughs> get better at it. It also seems, like, very recent. Like, um... Mm-hmm. So, like, the incident with Komaki and Toru, of course, happened within two years or whatever, because we just had the second anniversary of Toru's mom's death. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the thing with Yuki just happened, like, it would have happened, I don't know, like, a year? It couldn't have been a whole year, maybe? I mean, it's relatively recently in the series, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's when they were, it like, like a actually year. started at the student council, so... Yeah. Been so after like summer. he's just summer. Um, <laughs> so he's just he's just kind of learning now, and seeing now, I guess, the way that he can hurt people. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. We're seeing which kind of makes sense if he was like, you know, raised like super strictly for most of his uh, 
childhood yeah. and early teen years where like his only goal was like being better than someone else so yeah i wonder it seems like it's implied by the memory that komaki and uh kakiri went to the same school before or whatever like it mm-hmm. looks like he's wearing like a little suit thing so maybe they went to the same like middle school or something i don't know yeah um it's not it's not stated but it seems like they were at the same school so and now there are different yeah. schools right so seems like it yeah but yeah all of that they weren't even dating until all the family stuff was resolved and it seems like that wasn't that long ago based on like what they look like in the flashback so yeah and probably based on what Kakir said but i don't remember if he gave any specifics about when everything kind of resolved with his family mm-hmm. when he was talking to yuki about it before yeah, I don't think he did. He just said something like, one day I realized this was stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> I went crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and threw a fit. And now I'm here. Now I'm yeah. the Kakiru that I am today. Now I'm the Kimi that yes. I am today. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she refers to herself in the third person there also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have become the Kimi I am today. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other, the major reveal here is is the connection between Kakiru and Toru and... Kakiru's girlfriend in Toru, so mm-hmm. uh, Kamaki's father was involved in the accident that killed Toru's mother, and they both yep. died, so unfortunately both of them lost their parents, which is super sad. Yeah. Um, and then Kakiru was a dick to Toru <laughs> at the funeral, yeah. like an asshole. Mm-hmm. So rude. The way that that impacted Kakiru, I think, is kind of what's explored here, so yeah, that's what we saw. It's another, like, take on um, this theme of, like, hurting people and getting hurt by them, and that mm-hmm. that's how you learn and whatever. Yeah. He does describe it in a sort of, like, equivalent exchange way, where he's like, yes. you have to... <laughs> you have to hurt things to learn, or you have to be hurt to learn. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he also kind of... That's, like, literally like, the the opening of the film Alchemist. It says, like, like, the very first page of the manga has, like... It's like in order to gain anything, <laughs> they must be lost. It's like, no, yeah. What it says, it says like, it says like a painless lesson has no meaning because in order to gain anything, something like must be given or something like that. So, it... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when this chapter come came out. It reeks of Full Metal Alchemist, the first part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a true life lesson that I'm sure spans yeah. across multiple. <laughs> My <laughs> my babysitter used to call like in minor injuries and stuff learning experiences. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's definitely a I don't know. Almost. Yeah. I kind of wonder if it's like actually similar phrasing or if the translator was just like, "Ooh, Full Alchemist reference." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but then the translator also called Yakiniku fried meat, which is like you called mm-hmm. it Yakiniku during since sort of Cinderella. So. <laughs> Why call it fried meat now? <laughs> Did you forget? Like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> they just thought it was funnier. <laughs> it is kind of funny to see. Like, <laughs> fried Looking meat? embarrassing. Fried yeah. meat. <laughs> meat? <laughs> Instead of a specific yakiniku. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess they also had to split it over to... Um, um, Word bubbles. Thought, yeah. Or speech bubbles, too. Yeah. Yakiniku mm-hmm. splits over two. Fried meat also splits over two, but yakiniku would not split yeah. over two in English. <laughs> <laughs> you're right I like how Kakiru also like knows that meat is on sale like how did he know that yeah. anyway <laughs> like it this. it's like Tuesday's always meat sale day yeah she probably like told him excitedly yeah 
meat was meat, on like sale. A, so a text message. It's like meat's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> gonna buy so much meat. <laughs> We're gonna have so much yakiniku. I mean, yakiniku is delicious. <laughs> so yeah, I hundred percent support Komaki and her love of meat. Meat angels love. Meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only other thing that I wanted to talk about was Yuki and Machi being cute, which we haven't yet talked about. Mm-hmm. I love everybody's favorite panel of Machi. I think in the world is the one where she's holding the mogeta like paperweight, like holding it out and then yeah. looking at it and inspecting yeah. it. It's so cute. <laughs> I like how when she leaves, she's like, "I love this and I'll cherish it. I'll like protect, yeah. take care of it forever." Or something. <laughs> she's like holding it to her chest. Yeah, like... and she's like, "Oh wait, I better put it away back so I don't lose it." Yeah, so you don't lose it like the sea of garbage in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, the cute little like hop down the stairs she does after. Yes. Talk. <laughs> It's also great where he's like, let's spend mm-hmm. time together this summer. And she's like, doesn't say anything and then blushes, but then like kind of pop pops down the stairs. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Surrounded by a shoujo flowery texture, which never lies, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> the shoujo this is kind of funny, which lies. I didn't really think about until reading it this time is like when she goes to turn around and like almost runs into Yuki and he like catches her like by the forehead. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was, I was like, oh, I, that's his um, non-transforming reflexes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess so. Because like she what? would just it's not a reaction of love. Yeah, she definitely would have. It would yeah. have all been over. Yeah. <laughs> but also, touching foreheads is obviously a sign of affection. Yeah. According to Takaya, because that's how everyone shows their love. So Rat Yuki's like cute and tiny, like the Mogeta. Maybe she would have uh... <laughs> <laughs> just. Oh, where's the fan art? She it. picks him up and inspects it, holds him out, yeah. and lifts him up. And uh, yeah. It's like. <laughs> and it's like I love this. <laughs> clutches it to her chest, and she's like. I love this and I'll protect it forever. <laughs> yeah. Rat Yuki's like blushing. <laughs> Did you see that someone um retweeted our episode with the um the meme of the guy shooting the other guy? <laughs> the, like, this is Yuki. Yeah. Did I not send it to you? <laughs> um, I saw it. Do I have I the power to just ask for things now? Me, but... Yeah. I don't remember. It was... <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so yeah, I want the fan art of uh, Yuki holding baby, or Machi holding Rat Yuki. Mm-hmm. The paperweight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess I could draw a ghosty. I might be able to draw a ghosty machi myself. I might have that <laughs> in me. I drew three onigiri for the <laughs> the album cover art. <laughs> I drew three like, whole triangles. <laughs> I went to fucking art school. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Enough about me and my shortcomings. Let's talk about the rest of Karuba. <laughs> Is, it, is there any other um, um, non-spoiler things that you wanted to chat about? I, I don't feel like I don't have any intense notes for these, except for the Kakeru's theme. Yeah. Yeah, they're mostly lighthearted chapters. Student council-centric. <laughs> Kimi Shoujo manga. Yeah. I love how we were just talking about that, and then this episode... Yeah. <laughs> this, she, she has her own flashback and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Kimi's definitely the star of her, her own series sure. somewhere. Kimi's Basket, another <laughs> Some Kimi. Some screen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if there's no other spoilery thing or non-spoilery things, shall we go to spoilers, talk spoilers? Sure. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so, next time we're going to... Oh, next time. Yes, I have an announcement. Next time we're going to talk about <laughs> chapter 114 only because it's kind of... It's different than the other things that follow. Then we're going to talk about Wait for it, one fifteen to one eighteen. So you get one next time, oh but then God. four. So <laughs> we're making up for it because Extra homework. Yeah, because of themes. <laughs> yeah, do, everybody do the reading. <laughs> Extra homework for us. We gotta read a lot yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> because 
anyway, it it's it's for theme purposes and like <laughs> things that happen. I've made mm-hmm. a plan for the rest of the series, guys. It's not the last time there'll be big chunks of things happening. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything happens very fast once you hit a certain point here. We're getting pretty close to the end of the series. I don't want to make anyone upset, mm-hmm. but we're getting pretty close to the end of the series. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I just like kicked up the. Um. I thought you just got upset because you were close. I'm to so the end upset. <laughs> We're gonna have to start all over again. I mean, I mean, ha- you know, if you're a longtime fan of the series, haven't you just been rereading the series for the last like twenty years, like over and over again? Like that's what I've been doing. So <laughs> you pick out your favorite ones, and you're like, oh my god, oh, it's so sad. Oh yay, everyone's kissing and hugging. Yay, that's right. Everyone's oh, everyone's animals. turning into animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, They're Jason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Next time, 114, then 115 to 118. So, yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm excited about everything that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Thank you all for listening. Join us next time while we discuss Kimi's basket. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you then. (laughs) Episode 213 of Kimi's basket. (laughs) Chapter 585 of (laughs) Kimi's basket. (laughs) That's actually really more like a shoujo, or shoujo, not a shoujo. Yeah. All right, anyway, I'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. I almost hit stop, but I forgot we have to talk about spoilers. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even write any. Oops. My bad. (laughs) This is what happens when you... I didn't write any either, because I don't have any. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if there are... Let's think about this for a second. <laughs> Actually, very little was spoiled by this. Well, we can talk about all the things that are coming up like we normally do. Because, yeah. like, Komaki doesn't come back. And, like, Kakiru is there in the rest of the series, but there's nothing else that's really, like, focused on him that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more Yukimachi stuff. Machi will bring him fertilizer. That's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I love... Oh, we didn't even talk about that very much, but I love how... She's she's like, what do you want? And he's like, self confidence. And then she's like, yeah. no, I meant materialistically. And she's like, fertilizer. And she's like, still doesn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kind of is like in his own world. Yeah. For a second, it's really funny. It's very. Yeah. He's like staring off in the middle distance, yeah. thinking about plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can relate. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's gonna happen. That's pretty soon, I think. You can kind of make that like a sad thing because it's like, oh, he's not used to anyone trying to give him things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or having self-confidence. But I like how he readily yeah. admits that that's what he wants. It's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the bit at the beginning when he's talking with Kakiru and like making fun of him, basically. Yes. And he's just like, it's great that you're at this point where you can say that. Yes. <laughs> Before like getting upset. Yes. Yeah, it's all this, all the Soma drama. But where's the part where he? I guess she brings in the fertilizer at the end when they when the curse breaks. I think it's from that time. Mm-hmm. That's the last time? Yeah, because I think because uh, he finds like the big Mogetta. <laughs> Mogetta! Like, yeah, and like I think she brings the fertilizer at the same time. Yeah. And then they're together and that's when his curse breaks. <gasps> I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many reveals. And he's like, so I have something to tell you. And then he's like, never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not, it's not applicable anymore. <laughs> I have something else to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just uh, change that. Not applicable anymore. <laughs>
um the next the reason we're doing like a one-off is because the next one is like Toradrin's conversation about Kyo and Kakura it's like being taking your feelings out on the fight <laughs> fight the fight um and then the next part starts into Kureno getting stabbed so it's which is in 118 yeah. but it's all like leading up to that and it's like Momiji's curse breaking Hero's curse breaking and then Kureno gets stabbed that's all in yeah. 115 to 118 yeah then we're, it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> then we're gonna do well according to my plans then the next part is we'll do all of the stuff until uh like Toru falls from the cliff and all the other junk so mm-hmm. another big episode just to kind of because they all like I feel like splitting it there is like a good plate splitting it between Kureno like all the Soma stuff and then the stuff with Toru's confrontation mm-hmm. is a good place to split it um, yeah but yeah a lot of yeah. shit's it's like everything out. happens like right after each other at this point so yeah but that's basically like the climax of the story and then we have a couple of like mm-hmm. volumes yeah that's like I resolution mean, a stuff yeah Kyoko goes to visit his dad it's gonna be fun can't wait mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah no actually you're right i don't really have any spoilers about these things specifically except for machi and yuki stuff there's no yeah kamaki doesn't really come back kakiru's around but i think like mm-hmm. they're just being like friendy friendy not like nothing like yeah. a reveal like this one so yeah, it's like his his hidden drama is now dealt with. Yes. So. <laughs> hidden drama is no longer hidden, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of hidden drama left, just not with him. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you're right. I didn't really think about it yeah. that deeply. All the somas are doing their thing, and Kakiri's like, I'll be over here. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> learning, but you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really cute if Yuki transformed into a rat and then Machi picked him up. <laughs> yeah. I love this. <laughs> I'll cherish it forever. <laughs> oh, I love Machi. I loved how she was like, um, they're like, it's your brother. And he, she turns around immediately and is like, it's fine. And then he's like, is it? And then she's like shuddering again. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to be nice. It's very cute. Like He's like, they mean well. They're just bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> they're living in their own bizarre reality. I laughed at that line. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess this is a short spoiler section. Oops, my bad. Yeah. I should announce spoilers before we decide if we have any. <laughs> but it's okay. Okay. It's a... <laughs> it's a banter break. Yeah. It's also become like a let's talk about what's coming next, which is fine. Yeah. In in place of spoilers. It's just this coming. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> next time on Kimi's Basket. <laughs> <laughs> I can make that joke one more time, right? <laughs> I think we can make it as many times as we want. I love Kimi. My new opinion, <laughs> I think I said before when Kimi was introduced that I didn't like her very much the first time I read the series, but my new opinion of Kimi is that I love Kimi and everything about her. Yeah. <laughs> Kimi's great. Yeah. I, I mean, now is fine. I love Kimi's great. <laughs> now is funny because of how, like, outraged she gets over the antics of everyone else. Yes. Especially Kimi. <laughs> yes. Like, the bit where, like, she, like, scolds, scolds him about, like, wanting other people's things, and he's like, you just did that five seconds ago. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, give this to Kimmy, and then yeah, Yuki's like, she's just like, give me this, give me the, give me the gift. First, she's like, why didn't you bring me a gift? And he's like, uh, and then she's like, give me the gift, and he's like, no. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then she does that, um, like, <laughs> she's like, let me open it for you. Spoiled child thing. It's like, I'll open, I'll it, open for it for you. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then she opens it, and she's like, <laughs> her expression is really funny because it's so curious, and Machi is like shocked. You know, yeah, they have such different expressions. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And then her backstory. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. All right. Good. Well, good. So nothing else to chat about then? <laughs> Until next time? Yep. <laughs> well, next time we can talk about Rin and how sad it is. Yes. How sad everything with Rin is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rin's everything. Yeah, pretty much. I was editing that episode. I think it was the most recent one. Most recent manga one. We were like, sad stuff. You know, no sad stuff. You mean... And then, like, like throwing people out windows or locking them up in rooms, like the examples that we picked <laughs> were <laughs> all written stuff, and it was really funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, yeah, Rin's just like, sorry about your everything. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> your everything. Like, sorry about big gesture, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> this situation. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, okay, then. Until next time, we'll see you to talk about 114 and then and then a big chunk of stuff it'll be a good time <laughs> bye bye <laughs>us a question you can find us on twitter at stay together pod on tumblr at stay together podcast.tumblr.com or you can send us an email at stay together podcast at gmail.com kayla and i want to keep creating podcasts and keep them ad free so if you like what you're listening to please consider giving to our ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash stay together network thank you always for listening and for all your support we'll see you next time